0: And powered by all carolina I'm Dan Creso. Uh, joining me today is Vincent Richardson. Yep. Uh, and we're actually together in person for the first time in ages. Uh, we're not separated by lots of sea and land.
1: Yeah. No, this is this is this is this is. It feels weird. It does. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I can actually see you now. <laughs> um, yeah. I think both me and Vincent haven't had that much sleep over the last few days.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. It has, has, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was light when I went to bed on, on, on Friday morning. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, but it's, it's been an interesting few days. Yeah. Um and in this
0: episode, yeah, the draft has happened. We're just gonna review the draft, review the Panthers picks, what we think. Um overall, very happy.
1: Yeah, no, I think th- I mean yeah, we'll we'll get to it, but yeah, it, yeah, it's it has the potential to be a really good draft. It's just there are some, some concerns potentially, but yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so should we start right at the top of the us of let's go uh, so yeah, Brian Burns,
1: pick 16,
0: first round, uh, one of our favorite edge rushers yes, out of Florida yeah. State.
1: Yeah, no, it, it it it's it's one of those things where you know we, we talked about before the draft that you, you you know if you had an equally graded tackle uh, and edge rusher um, in the first round, you might want to go tackle um, just because the edge rusher wouldn't fall. But it's clear the Panthers really liked Burns. Um, you know, he was a uh, he was my third graded edge rusher. I think yep. he was the same for you. What was he?
0: Um, roundabouts.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and his you know, the, the, you know, it was it was clear in the press conference um, when when they announced the pick that they see his potential as a major selling point, and, and it really is. I mean, you know, he, he, his his speed rush is probably the best of any player in this yep. draft class. His play, his ability to play in space and coverage, is probably the best of any edge rusher in this draft class. Um, he does need some work in some regards and he also just needs a general sort of putting together of his skill set but bearing in mind he turned 21 a week ago you know he's very young he's got loads of time to, to you know the fact that he isn't putting all of his skills together in a sort of complete game isn't that much of a red flag um and his potential really is sky high and and given the Panthers are moving to this it's more sort of three four defense he's, yep. a, he's a really good fit in that he can rush and he can drop and whilst, you know, his run defense is unlikely to ever be amazing, you know, particularly at the point of attack, but he gap fits well, he, you know, he can set the edge well, you know, he this is a, a, a potentially feature player on defense. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is a very good pick, kind of for a mid-round pick, he, he takes the boxes of uh, having lots of potential, um, he takes the boxes of filling a position of need and also it being a, an important position. Like yeah, edge yeah. Rusher is, is definitely, like, after quarterback, probably yeah. uh, the most important position. Uh, he's young, lots of room for growth, but he's someone that could see the field early on. Yeah. You know, a bit of a, maybe a little bit of a liability in the running game uh, at yeah. the beginning. But it
1: depends, depends how you use him to yeah. a certain degree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and,
0: and given he was your third edge rusher, and the, the top two got drafted really early. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, No,
1: it was it was. You looked at the board, and I sort of had, I had I had eight first round grades in the end, I think, and I think four of them were off the board by about pick seven. So, so you know, it, it was you know, the fact that the Panthers got burns at, at 16 i think is very good value i think it's my seventh overall prospect kind of thing yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah that was really good value Yep. Yeah. should we talk about the other
0: one yeah the other one yeah uh, i think vincent's
1: very happy about this one <laughs> yeah no I, I so talking about seventh overall prospect greg little was my fifth overall prospect um and i do understand that he isn't perfect and the the one risk you have with the panthers is that both these picks are to some degree developmental in that they are not, yep. there is a reasonable gap between their floor and their ceiling. But but Greg Little has, I think the best foot speed of any player in this class. Certainly the best foot speed, the best combination of foot speed and, and knee bend. Um, yeah, yep. Yep. Um, and he shows, although his hand usage could be more disciplined at times, he shows good hand placement, good hand speed, he keeps his elbows in well in pass protection. He doesn't have to, you know, he's winding his arms around to try and keep his balance. Um, he keeps his weight over his feet quite well, apart from when he then reaches, you know, his big issue is discipline and, and playing in a more consistent, structured and organised way. Um, and I think that is uh, something the Panthers are going to have to work on. But he has, he showed, it's a bit like DJ Moore last year in that he showed the ability to do everything some of the time. He just didn't show the ability to do everything all of the time. Yeah. But if you, if you you can if you can turn the skills he shows into consistent production... He can be the, you know, a, a, a top five, top ten left tackle in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and to get that in the second round, even though you have to trade up and, and I lost a third round pick for it, uh, that that's just so valuable. And and if the Panthers have hit with those two picks, they have both managed to get. They have got, in my opinion, two of the top ten prospects in the draft, and have potentially got a, a feature left tackle and a feature defensive end. And, yeah. and that's that's just so valuable to that's get.
0: So important. Yeah. Um, and we, we spent uh, quite a bit of time debating uh, Dillard versus Greg Little mm-hmm. and I'd rather have Greg Little uh, in second round pick five and sort of uh, 20th pick of the first round or whatever yeah yeah wherever Dillard was was drafted yeah it was
1: 22nd yeah. Um, yeah yeah there's, there's yeah. not there's not a 15 pick gap in their abilities I don't think
0: yeah um, so there's really great value uh, for the Panthers and um, it's, it's rare to see someone with of as much potential as little or tackle with as much potential as little go in a second
1: yes yes I mean like Eric
0: Flowers was drafted 10th yeah and and he was
1: and he wasn't even as good as a a player as little Greg Little is is a is a better player right now with a higher ceiling than Eric Flowers and he went 25 picks later It's, it's 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 really surprising that he lasted that long
0: yeah what do you think about trading up for Little
1: I think it was the right thing to do I just I think they probably gave up a little bit too much um and i know it's easy to say that from the outside and i know you can't you know, you give up what you have to give up yeah. um and i think even given up they given what they gave up i i you know i think great little is worth the 47th and the 77th pick combined like you know I, yeah. I think they made the right decision but it does seem that they gave up more than most teams were trading up yeah. gave up um obviously as a team treading up, you are the person giving the best offer. That's, you know, how it works. Yeah. But it seems that they were giving probably a bit, they, they could maybe have tried to, to, to try and push it with, with uh, the hundredth overall pick, and then maybe a, um, uh, pushing in a, a, a day three pick as well. But given all that, it sounds like the Panthers were going to take Will Greer at 77, if it had been yeah. 77. So, they effectively did trade the 100th overall pick because they the pick they gave up at 100 at 77 was the same player they they got at 100. So mm. I, I, whilst from a purely outcomes basis, I think they would have done better to trade away the, the 100th pick rather than the 77th. I think that they actually ended up with the same personnel, just at a different pick.
0: Yeah. Um, I think they wanted Little bad. It's just a big drop-off after him. Yeah, that's Um, a
1: huge... The the gap between him and Dillard and everyone else for me at tackle was was, was huge. And the fact, I mean, from what I've heard, Greg Little was probably their first overall tackle. And if not, he was their second overall tackle. Um, And, you know, if Brian Burns hadn't been there, it sounds like there was a real chance that that Little would have been the pick at 16. Um, and, And they were actively trying to trade back into the first round. Um, throughout the end of the, the, the first draft they, they, they didn't look to trade as soon as it got to the second they were considering trades back in the end of the first round as well for Little so I, I, I think this is he's a player worth what they gave up if yeah. that makes sense Yeah.
0: let's yeah. move um, to the third round pick Yeah. because um, I imagine you have plenty to talk about
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, with this one uh, the Panthers drafted a quarterback Will Greer out of West Virginia yeah uh, what do
1: you think of that pick? So I have mixed thoughts. So primarily, this was not the pick I would have made. Yeah, yeah, you, know, if, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't have drafted Will Greer, partly because I'm not as high on him as many are, but I know you're higher on Will yeah. Greer than I am. Um, but also because I, I just don't think backup quarterback really moves the arrow, particularly for the Panthers right now. Um, having said that, if you hit on Greer, like if, if, if they've done their homework and Greer is the player they think he is, and he might well be, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that because I think he's bad. He's, he's bad. I just, you know, you disagree on prospects. That's part of the process. Yeah. But if you hit on a quarterback in the third round, that will immediately pay off. And, and I, you know, not because he'll suddenly come in and start bringing them championships. But if you hit on a quarterback in the third round, you can trade them a couple of years time, have a good backup for two or three years trade with a year or two left in his contract and you get back way higher picks than 100 yeah you know it's mm. it, it, it wouldn't have been the pick i would have made you know i, I don't know why gone the johnson fell as far as he did but that would have been the pick for me at 100 um but if you've hit on greer if 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 if, if, if they've got what they think they've got then it's the right pick i'm just not sure that it is if
0: yeah that makes sense yeah um if the if the panthers are a bit worried about how much cam can play uh, this upcoming season which they are um and they, they think greer can perform uh, straight away then that's that that's some good trade value but you shouldn't really ever pick a player for the trade value
1: if, no 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 I, I agree with that but I, I think it's one of those things where they do you know they haven't rathered a, a quarterback since cam newton like yeah they, they they do backup quarterback is is something of a need i i this is maybe just a bit higher than i think they should have taken one um I mean, it, there was talk of them doing this at 77 and possibly even at 47 as well. So don't get me wrong, like the, yeah. on the scale of, of the mistakes they could have made at this regard, uh, this is, this is I'm not that worried about this. I just It wouldn't have been the pick I would have made. Um, and yes, whilst you don't pick players for their trade value, you're always aware with quarterbacks that if you do hit on one, there is just, there is a real value to the position yeah. and what you can get back. Because, you know, if you hit at the very least, you're going to get a third round comp pick eventually because someone's going to pay them.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think just overall just taking a look at this pick um, I think 100 overall for Will Greer is pretty good value again this is uh, ignoring whether or not you should ever select a backup quarterback but given that where backup quarterbacks tend to go yeah um, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Will Greer's uh, there are some question marks about his game namely his arm strength but yeah um, if if his arm strength is does meet the the kind of thresholds you want for in a quarterback um, I think he, he shows the yeah. accuracy and a decision making to actually be a pretty yeah,
1: good the, the, the concern for me is his arm strength and it's one of those things where there's there's something of a threshold and you can just debate which side of that he is and we did yep. do that several yep. weeks ago yeah um but if the panthers are confident that it is i mean they've had a way more chance to meet with him and work him out than than, than i have or you yeah have. so i i don't hate hate this pick it just wouldn't have been the pick i'd have made
0: yeah
1: yeah i mean such is life <laughs> i mean uh, yeah, uh, yeah yeah given how well is this draft worked out in terms of their other certainly their other top four you know their, their, their first second round and, and fourth round picks um drafting Will Greer at 100 is far less egregious than than if they did until at
0: 47. yep should we talk about their fourth round pick then though, yeah let's talk about fourth round pick uh Christian Miller yep the edge of Alabama um I think we're, we're both pretty impressed by this pick.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's it's I'm I'm very surprised he lasted this long. I thought maybe they might have a chance with him at 77, but but, yep. but 115 is, is is really surprising after that far. I mean, again, he's a bit again. This is the thing with the, the Panthers. The, these four picks is they are good picks, but they are all picks where there is development needed. But they're not players who you feel really secure in. Mm. That Miller does do something really well. He's a very good speed rusher. He bends really well. He, you yeah. know, he's got good quickness, and he does actually play pretty well with his hat and, as a pass rusher. He just needs to, you know, work on his pad level in terms of when he comes, really when rushes, when he when he cuts back inside at times. And as a run defender, he needs some real work. But you know, for a fourth round pick, this is exceptional value. I mean, he was yeah. my probably was my top fifty prospect, maybe even a top forty prospect for me. Um, and I'd have been happy if they'd taken him at 77 so the fact they put him at 115 even though you've got Brian Burns on the other side you know the Panthers d- didn't have a lot of options at edge and whilst you've got Addison and Irving this year they're both pending free agents and into their 30s um, and it's unlikely they'd bring both of them back at all and then you know F.A. Barder did some really nice things but, but again he'll be a free agent after the season and um, restricted one anyway um and, and Marquis haynes did pretty much nothing as a rookie so you know they really there is space on this roster although yeah. they have they, they have quite a crowded edge room in terms of training camp and it's not clear who the guys will be who make the final roster there's 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 you know miller and Burns should both be on the 53 and be able to contribute so so that you know this this isn't a this is a doubling down that makes sense rather yeah. than a waste of a pick in that regard
0: yeah. there are worse things to have in a crowded edge room yes
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: And yeah, I imagine Brian Burns is going to start. Um, uh, I'm not or... sure he's going to
1: start, but he's certainly going to feature heavily. I think yeah. like, the Panthers rotate a lot. On the yeah. End, yeah so like a lot, a lot on the 20 line. So you could have Addison will probably start at one end mm. and either Irvin or Burns at the other. Yeah. Uh, but then Burns, Miller, probably a Barder. I, I, I guess those are going to be the top five guys. Yeah. will all rotate in a lot and they're all going to get snaps.
0: Yeah. So if they rotate a lot, it makes sense to pick a second guy as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Do, do, do you think this. Uh, kind of says anything about how much they might uh play a hybrid
1: i think that, i think they're going pretty heavily three four I mean, I mean both both miller and burns i mean i mean uh burns has much more ability in terms of dropping into coverage but both of them are would be very undersized as four three defensive ends mm, they're both yep. much more three, to, three four outside linebackers i mean this really does hint that that is i mean that in fact that you, you brought in bruce ervin uh, i mean that does really hint at a a real transition to a three-four defense which yep. which has some benefits and has some downsides um but uh, I think that's clearly the way they're going. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the only thing then is I think you know, the other thing that's been pointed out to Panthers didn't draft a three tech, didn't draft a safety. Um, but they do actually have a bit more cap space now because they restructured Keekly's deal and they'll have the kick over when um Khalil's uh they threw up yeah, seven yeah. and a half. They're yeah. gonna have you know even when they sign all these rookies, they're gonna have the best part of eight million dollars in cap space. So. There are some needs still, but they can. Those are things they have some money to go and pursue potentially. Maybe a, a trade, Boston or an Alan Bailey. Yeah, yeah. Should we talk about the uh, the other day three picks quickly? Yeah. They, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, I know they're not guys that you've watched a huge amount of, but. but.
0: Uh no, I, yeah I've seen a bit of Jordan Scarlett. Okay. um Out of Florida, um, so that's yeah fifth round pick, uh, running back. Um, he's not a particularly shifty, no, um, or elusive running back fairly
1: solid I thought yeah I, I my, my my biggest concern for him in terms of at this point is his vision like mm. you know he, he does some nice things as a receiver he's obviously not McCaffrey but you know he, yep. he can get open a bit and he can catch the ball he runs with more power than McCaffrey does oh, but yeah. doesn't have the elusiveness yeah um but at, at 206 pounds he's also not sort of a real thumper thumper you know um he's not a short yardage guy kind no. of thing um and the thing for him will be vision. Like if he can see that, you know, if he can see the holes and he can do that, he can be a functional rotation back. Um, I, I'm not sure. I, the thing is, the Panthers also now have a very crowded running back room because you know they also got Elijah Holyfield as UDFA, who, There's a yep. Georgia guy who is a thumper, thumper. Oh, you, yeah. you know. Um, and then you've got Cameron Otis Payne they brought back in the end. Um, you've got uh, uh Reg, Reggie Benafon, who they signed last year and um, Elijah Hood. And there's really no clear number two behind McCaffrey out of all of those. So although they drafted Scarlett in the fifth and Hood as UDFA and those other guys they signed, I'm pretty much, I I think it's likely going to be just a complete open competition for spots two and three in the running back room. I mean, the fact that Scarlett was the fifth round pick, I don't think is a guarantee that he makes the roster if he gets outperformed by a Holyfield or a Bonathon or a, you know, know, this is, at at this point they're bringing guys in to compete. And I think Scarlett has a good chance, but I don't think this is a, a locked-in number two running
0: back. oh no yeah um there aren't that many differences between uh, a fifth round pick and a udFA
1: no no I mean the money's pretty much the same and you know, you don't feel like oh no we have to stick with him because he's a fifth round pick and yeah yep. um,
0: I think it shows that the the panthers are keen for a more traditional uh between the tackles type of runner behind McCaffrey
1: yeah I mean I, I think you I mean I think scarlet's sort of a bit of a compromise because he he can do some of the stuff that McCaffrey can do you know he yeah, he yeah. He, you know, he can do some of the receiving y bits um, but he is also much more of a physical runner. You know, he's not a yep. he's not a James Williams um, who was going to be almost like a, an even more McCaffrey McCaffrey yep. in that you know he can just, he can just do the receiving bits. So no, I, I think this is a decent pick. I don't think it's a particularly um, I'd be surprised if Scarlett was anything more than a rotation piece. But but you know, it, it's a solid pick. It's yep. an okay pick. Yep.
0: Now the the Panthers six run pick, uh, Dennis Daly, the tackle out of South Carolina, is someone yep. who I haven't watched. So okay. you're gonna have to like
1: me as so, well so, so, as. So, I actually quite like this pick. I think he's got short term. The Panthers need depth, and he can just be a big body in special teams and, and offer depth at tackle. Um, but he does actually have a reasonable amount of upside. And, and you know, he, I think he was a he, he, I think he, he was a transfer from a really small school. I can't remember the exact details, so I, I apologies if I'm wrong on that. Um, but there's some reasons to think he you know for why he's technically a bit underdeveloped. But his stance is really really weird. His whole pass set needs reworking. Okay. But actually, he's got quite nice foot quickness um he's got good power he flashes like hand speed and placement it just because of his stance it, the the location of his elbows gets a bit wacky and his pad level and balance are an issues as a result yeah, yeah. You, you need to sort of fundamentally rebuild his pass set yeah but as an athlete he's actually quite promising and as a sixth round pick who can offer depth in the short term and give you some some development potential i think that that's 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 actually a quite nice pick, yeah. particularly given where the Panthers are at tackle, where they have absolutely zero depth at this point. Yeah. You know, even having got Greg Little, assuming one of Moten or Williams moved to guard, they they're then back to bare bones at tackle without this pick. Can you see him playing at guard? I can a little bit. I mean, he is a bigger guy. I can't I can't remember what his exact measurements are. I mean, he he is. I think he's listed as a guard slash tackle on, on many boards. Yeah. Um, is what, uh where is he? Six five six six three twenty four. So yeah, he mm, he, yeah. he could possibly play guard. I mean I think the thing is is because it, you know, whether he plays guard or tackle, you have to redo his pass set. And it's one of those things you possibly do that and then see what, what, what mm. that looks like. you know, If if his pass set if you re, if you rebuild his pass set and you're like, No, okay, right, this hasn't fixed everything foot speed wise and you know, he, he you you fix that and then see where you are, I think. Um and, and that's something that could take some time. I mean I don't know whether they've worked, I, I assume they met him at Pro Days and stuff, but um, you you then get an idea of how teachable he is and whether this is, you know, you, I think you pick him with an idea that you can fix his his past set and go from there, if that
0: makes yep. sense. Um, I've just noticed that you seem to have him ahead of Caleb McGarry.
1: Yes, I do. <laughs> if you want to reassurance, I do have him higher rated than the person the Falcons took in the first, so, you know, the <laughs> draft's <just> weird. Um. <laughs> That's a terrible... Looking tip. forward to that Brian isn't. Burns versus McGarry. Oh, I, I, I think I did send out a tweet like, the day after <laughs> the like, draft. Don't, don't worry, Panthers fans. Brian Burns is going to eat McGarry alive. Because yeah. he really... I just, Caleb McGarry's biggest issue is speed rushers. And the Panthers have drafted the best pure speed rusher in the class. Yeah. And if you play... I mean, maybe they see McGarry as a guard. But if you play McGarry at tackle, you're going to have to give him tight end help outside every single play. It's a really bad pick, though. Because yeah. it's a really poor pick. Um, especially good for the Panthers. Mm. Um. Should we talk about the final Panthers pick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was a relatively pleasant surprise. Again, mm. a player who I thought would probably be off the board at this point. Yep. Um, Terry Godwin. Um, I don't think he's an amazing receiver. I think I had, what, a fifth round? A early sixth round grading him. Um, and you get him in the seventh. Uh, but that's, I think that's a good pick. Um, he hasn't do anything exceptionally well. You know, he, he's got decent vertical speed. He catches the ball well. Um, you know, he flashes bits of route running. He's not yeah. a well-developed route runner, but yeah. there are sort of, I mean, Georgia didn't really push their receivers as route yeah. runners very much. Um, even the guys who people talk about as being good route runners, they just ran a few routes well. You know, even Riley Ridley, people yeah, yeah. talk about as being quite a nice route runner. He basically only ran about three routes. So you know, they, they, yeah. they did not push their receivers as route runners. Um, but Godwin showed at least some ability as a route runner. He's actually quite a nice blocker as well for a player of his size. And I think the Panthers mm. view him as a special teams player yeah. early on um, as a returner. Uh, and I think when you get to like you pick two hundred thirty-seven, if you get a special teams guy with some kind of well-rounded depth a bit value, that that's that's a that's a solid thing.
0: That's how you make a roster essentially. Yeah, yeah. If I mean, you're that, a seventh-round receiver, if you can play special teams and, and maybe block as well. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: I mean, I mean that, that that's the one concern with this class for the Panthers that having gone, having traded up a pick, and then taken a quarterback in a third round who, I don't again not to go back into it, but you know potentially makes no impact in year one. That you are then quite thin of players who are, you know, the way the way to build a roster is not to absolutely. You know, if you look at Marty honey's first team with the Panthers, he nailed the first round picks and then got nothing else out of every draft class. Yeah. And you don't have to nail every first round pick. You just need to not mess up the first and second <laughs> round picks. Yeah. Get, you know, even if you just get mediocre value, but if you then find day three contributors and late day two contributors, that's how you really build a draft class. And if you know if you want to look at how the Panthers went to the Super Bowl in, in 2015, part of it was you get classes like, okay, Calvin Benjamin and Coney Ealy uh, uh, and Ben Aby and wickery have not turned out to be great NFL players. But you've got you got Kelvin Benjamin in the first, you've got Coney Ealy in the second, you've got Trey Taylor in the third, Trey yep. Boston in the fourth, Ben Aby and wickery in the fifth, and you get Andrew Norwell as a UDFA. And and that's how you build a roster, because you got five or six guys there who might not be stars, but they all made a contribution to a team. And... And that's how you build draft classes by not not just nailing one or two picks, but by actually finding depth and value in yeah. day three, yeah. late day two and late day three. And that's sort of the key for the Panthers are players like Christian Miller, Dennis Daly becoming more than just depth rotation pieces. Becoming Dennis Daly maybe a year developing and contributing to play a guard potentially, or being the long-term backup at tackle and playing a few games here games here and there. And Miller not just being a really nice fourth edge player but either pushing to start or being a key part of a rotation yep. That that those are the picks you need to work and, and even if you do hit on Greer, if Cam Newton's shoulder becomes more of a problem and you end up having to move on with Cam Newton, that's one way, but but it, 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 if Cam Newton stays healthy and plays the level we know he can, you then have to be able to get value back for Greer in a year or two's time and use that, you know, what the Patriots do so well, if you look at their draft class they just nail those sort of third and fourth round picks they find value yep. consistently and, and and that's that's really what you have to do i mean if you look I at mean, you get, you get the patriots draft class up quickly like harry is is a decent but but pretty unspectacular you know is is okay first round pick yep. but then jojoan williams is a pretty solid pick at corner in the second yep. chase winovich is a fantastic pick yeah, in amazing. the third damon harris great pick in the third Jodney yep. Caduce has development value in the third froldt that's a good value in the fourth Stidham. I mean, I don't like particularly, oh, yeah. but but fine. But then you have know, Byron Cowart, who in had a third-round grade well, in the yeah. fifth. I mean, like, hitting, you know, getting lots of picks and getting f- consistent value on, on day 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 two and day three. I mean, that's what the Patriots have have done so well and allowed them to to compete over such a long period of time. And that's that's what you have to hope your team is going to do.
0: Yeah, I think that's especially true of this draft class in particular, yeah, yeah. where it's not so strong in the first round, uh, but really, really got uh, solid depth, so that the the, the teams that will do the best out of this draft class, probably the ones that nailed the, the fourth round and the fifth round and the yeah, third yeah. round.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, there are very few players in this class who are going to be sort of, genu- you know, feature players, if that makes sense. But but yeah. getting good contributors is, is, is the way to win titles. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I actually quite like this class of the Panthers. I mean, I I mean, I mean really like the first two picks. I, mm, I think they... Yeah, but, yeah. but this class is then going to be defined by those first two picks. That if, yeah. if one of them busts, which, you know, if I'm honest, I don't think they will. I really like both players, but, but they... If they don't work out, then this pick is this draft is very much built around those first two guys. And if, if if they've hit with their first four picks, you've then got a pair of edge rushers with a left tackle and a backup quarterback that you can then flip for valuable picks down the road. I yeah. mean that that is it might not have been what everyone thought they were going to get out of the Panthers draft, but that is that is really good value. Um, and then whatever you get from the rest of the, 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 the later rounds and UDFAs is a bonus. But but what they can't you know, if, if one or two of those players busts, that's they're they're quite quite a lot of the value of the draft that panthers is tied up in though that that those two or three players. Yeah. They didn't have the fourteen picks or whatever the Patriots ended up having, yeah. The Seahawks were the trade down seventeen times.
0: Yeah, we started with four picks. Um, <laughs> ended up with a ton.
1: I mean, the, the, the Seahawks' ability to trade down is fantastic. Their ability to then draft players is... is oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, They've nailed the trading down bit, but the, the, the drafting bit they are still working. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, is there anything else you want to say? I, that's, um, that's, not that's, particularly. I, are
0: there I, any other UDFAs? The Panthers seem to be there, there the... There's
1: one guy, there's a safety, who I must admit I haven't, a Utah, Corian Ballard. I don't even think I've watched him. Um,
0: mm.
1: Who I think was, you know, he, he was a UDFA from day one.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, because the, the Seahawks took Marquise Blair, who was the bigger yeah. Utah safety. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the only other one they've been linked with so far is, is Holyfield, and I think to be fair, that's a really good UDFA pick, oh, yeah, yeah. for a team that did not have a a clear short yardage pound about back. I mean, sure, you might you, know, you can talk about maybe, maybe using armor in that way, but 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 Holyfield it, as a UDFA can legitimately come in and compete. And to be fair, Ballard, depending what happens at safety, if if they if they do go out and sign the Trey Boston. If Denoris Cersei isn't starting, he's then a potential cup because you can save a couple of million from him. So, so you know, if, if the Panthers do add a free safety and free agency, then I think you know Ballard. I don't know. How, I don't know how good is. I haven't watched yeah. him. But but there is a shot at, at, at depth safety, particularly depth box safety, mm. to, to make the roster. Um. Yeah. There, there are. I think the, the, the thing if you're a Panthers fan to watch out for is the, the they do have some cap space now, but they do also have some needs. There, there's there's some some depth issues, particularly. Um, at linebacker and at cornerback, um, and then starting at, at at three tech and safety, yep. free safety in particular. So they've got some money. They might go and fill some needs. There's always you know training camp and mini camp and all that stuff. They'll, they'll sign some more UDFA's as well, and there'll be more of a real yeah you know competition for some of these places. But 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 there are there are definitely this is a, you know we're in April, we're we're not in September. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, it's it's still a roster under construction. There, there's, this isn't a done job by any means, but they're. If, if you've if, if they've hit on Greg little and Brian burns that's a pretty good start
0: yeah yeah. and um, that's what they've prioritized
1: yeah yeah no, absolutely and, and you know particularly I mean I, I know edge rusher is, is is extremely valuable as well but if you know given how much the Panthers have struggled at left tackle getting someone who has a chance to be a long-term left tackle yeah th- that's something the Panthers really I mean Michael Irr looked like he'd be that before he, he unfortunately got injured but the Panthers effectively have had one year of vaguely promising left tackle play since uh, jordan gross retired and, and <laughs> that yeah you know, that, that, that's you know hamilton's had a completely different offensive line every single year and by getting players like little you give yourself a chance of some continuity you know trey turner is likely to be a long-term player Moton has a chance to start for at least the next couple of years little has a start the chance to start right away uh, paradise is going to start for the next three years probably you know you're starting to build some consistent pieces on the offensive line and that's just so so important for an offense yeah yeah are we done yeah um i think i think i've i've, I've said all i need to say um yeah. i don't think we're going to be doing another one of these we might we might i don't know we might do one at some point in the off season just to yeah. talk about where things are but but i think this is probably the end of the, the certainly the end of the, the the solid draft coverage yeah um we hope you've enjoyed it um who knows if we'll be back next year? I mean, yeah. that's, that's a very long time. <laughs> um, I, even I haven't started watching tape quite yet. Yeah. Um, but yes, so hopefully you've enjoyed this. Um, rate and subscribe if you really want. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, hopefully you've enjoyed it, uh, and I'm sure we'll we'll be back in some form <laughs> yeah. or